Welcome to the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast, episode 5. This is Rambling Thoughts on Returning to Work After Maternity Leave. And I am your host, Gina Visserum of LimitlessCoaching.com. Welcome. This podcast is really inspired by the fact that I went back to work this week after just under a year of maternity leave. And I wanted to share with you just some of my very varied thoughts on what it was like to really get back into the swing of things in terms of my career. Now, just to warn you, it is Saturday morning where I am now, and I don't know what day of the week that you're listening, but it is also family time. So I have Miss Nyla here in the background eating some toast. She is waving, saying hello. And I have my hubby just across the table from me uh, as uh, he is about to dig in to some breakfast. So if you hear some family background, uh, you will know why that is. But yes, I thought it was important to share some of the highs and the lows of going back to work after a year of leave, a year spent... Um, at home with my gorgeous little one and really focused on family and with fellow parent friends and just in a completely different vibe to what I have always known. So back to work and for me it was actually literally back to school because my employed work is four days a week in a secondary school. Um, It is also on the opposite side of London to where I live. So commuting is a big thing. And the return to work all became very real on day one, on Monday, when I left the house in the dark at six something in the morning (laughs) to join the hundreds and thousands of commuters getting across London. Now, New mamas and new parents, early mornings and sleep deprivation won't be a new thing to you. Um, But for me, actually getting out the house early (laughs) um, after not that much sleep was a pretty big deal. So that was one of the first realities of going back to work. Um, As was the new routine that hubby and our baby girl had, Um, for them to get themselves sorted out and get to the childminders. So it was interesting to kind of sort of stand back and sort of think this is going to be uh, the new normal in terms of a routine for our family. Um, How is that all pegging out? uh, What is working and what isn't? So that's an ongoing conversation. And um, we'll actually talk about family routines on another podcast um, when it comes to Uh, yes, to to sort of fitting in with our career and what we have going on. So yes, getting up early uh, was a challenge. But actually, one of the things that really worked for me, and I would say that this is a top tip, is to be ready with things that are going to inspire you and make you smile. So you might be leaving home, you might be missing those morning cuddles. Um, I know that I was. But I had some high vibe music on my phone Um, and and high vibe things are really important. Again, that's something else we'll talk about at another time. Um, But I also had some podcasts that I love. So accompanying me on my journey this week has been 
the Making the Entrepreneur podcast from Jessica Tor has been Little Voice Big Business from Nadia Fina and has been The Hatchery from Emma Holmes. Those have been the soundtrack to my week and have been really, really inspirational. So my commute has felt uh, really, really worthy, actually, because um, it's added to the spring in my step because of the very cool uh, inspirational content that these ladies put out. Right, Nyla? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. She is agreeing while she waves her toast. So... Then getting into work, it took me about 15 minutes to get from the reception to my office because I was greeted so warmly by colleagues, uh, most of whom I hadn't seen since having Nyla, some of whom I'd seen along the way on results day and things like that. But for those of you who are going back to a workplace uh, where you have been before, um, really one of the highlights can be reconnection reconnecting with colleagues. I came across people who are uh, pregnant with a second baby, a colleague who just had a little one two weeks ago. Of course, I wouldn't have known that um, that he was having a baby. I came across a colleague who had actually left the organisation on Friday as I was leaving the building um, because they were getting together at the pub for somebody's birthday. And it was just lovely to kind of reconnect uh, with people who had been part of my world. So reconnection was cool. And actually for me as well, another part of that was with the kids. So when I left... Just before I went on maternity leave, I went into assemblies, I said goodbye to some of the pupils personally, and I was really just sort of wishing them luck with their year or with their next few months. And I did say to so many of them, I'll see you soon and I cannot wait to find out what awesome things that you have been up to and what you've been working on in the past year. And you know, when it came to making the decision between whether I would uh, go back to work at all, uh, whether I would go back to this particular workplace, what the scenario would look like for me and our family, um, those words kept playing in my head. The fact that I had actually said to a lot of young people that I would see them soon. Now, don't get me wrong, Things are fleeting and people will often barely remember what you said to them last week, much less a year ago. But it felt like for me to be in my integrity, I wanted to um, to sort of be back and reconnect and, and do what it is that I said that I would do at the time. Now, if for any reason what you said you were going to do six months ago or a year ago or whatever doesn't stand in line with your current values or your current priorities, please don't be afraid to change it. Do not shackle yourself to something that you said a year ago if it doesn't suit your purpose and your mission and your priorities now. But for me, it did match. So it was uh, sort of, yeah, it was cool and it was fun and for for anybody who's ever worked with kids or worked with teenagers, they're amazing. They're amazing and hilarious. So that was really cool to be back in that space. Uh, now, something else that I realised and remembered going back to work, and this is really sort of keeping it real, is that 
There can be stresses and strains and niggles and annoyances and office politics and all of that sort of thing. And these things happen. These will be a reality in, I think, any office or workplace where you go. So I was definitely reminded of that this week, but it's just about dealing with things in a way that feel good to you. Remembering that this is part of the of the dynamic when you have kind of multiple passionate people in one place. And it, it's not something that needs to sort of bring you down or kill your vibe or kill your buzz. Because whether you're working where you are or whether you're working in another place or even if you're at the dream organization where you've always wanted to work, you are going to come across this. So don't run from it. Uh, just work out what your part is um, as a grown-up in the workplace that makes you feel um, good about yourself and proud of yourself as a professional. But I need to keep it real because it's definitely not all sunshine and roses, is it, Nyla? <laughs> Mommy was telling you about work and I had lots of fun things and lots of things. Actually, not lots of things, just a couple of things, um, which niggled at me a bit. Okay, so... That is um, really some of my experience, but I, I wanted to share with you something that um, that I think has really underpinned the success of this week. Um, so actually, it's probably two things. So let's go with both. One is really good communication with your other half or whoever it is that is part of your support network. Um, now, if that is you on your own, it's actually getting clear with yourself on what it is um, that you need to be focusing on and how you're going to be managing your week and adapting and tweaking that. And if you've got somebody else in the picture, whether it is a spouse or or anybody else who, who is a supportive part of your day-to-day, -day, having really clear conversations about this is what we're going to try tomorrow. This is what we're going to do. This is the time when I'm intending to leave the house. This is the time when I'm going to get up. Um, hopefully baby will get up. I can nurse then. You can go in the shower. All of that stuff. These things might all change. Um, but it's really good to have a mutual understanding of what it is you are trying to do on a day-to-day -day basis. And then at the end of the workday, um, what it is that worked really well on that day and what it is that you might want to switch up for tomorrow to make things more efficient. So, you know, we're not kind of machines, we're not robots, we're not going to do everything the same way all of the time, but um, communicating about what you're intending to do so that um, so that everybody involved know what, knows what is going on, um, that is really, really powerful. So whether it is getting things ready the night before, having uh, your child's school bag or your baby's um, bag for the childminder ready, nappies packed, clothes out, whatever the case might be, who does what um, is a really great thing to talk about. So communication between uh, you and whoever is part of your daily support system, that is really key. And then the second thing I would say, which has been massive for me and hubby, um, and of course, uh, and of course, Nyla is having quality childcare and being, being confident that your little one is happy where he or she is. Um, now I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on this another time because childcare is really the linchpin 
I think, when it comes to success and going back to work. If you are comfortable with where your little one is or who they are with, if you know that they seem to be happy and thriving, then it will make your work day so much better and so much more efficient because you're not worrying. Yes, you're you're missing out on everything that's going on, um, but you're not worrying um, uh, massively, um, at least, about are they happy, are they settled? And our childminder is awesome and will send pictures and I will see things that she will be doing. And I will admit this, she wouldn't be doing lots of the fun stuff that she's doing in the day with me necessarily. Certainly not connecting with kids of a similar age, which is really important in terms of her social development. Right, Nina? Finish with your toast, but there is a strawberry there that you might want. Um, so these are things that I know that she's actually really benefiting from in another place. So, like I said, this is a whole different topic for, for another time, but, um, but one of my main initial thoughts on my return to work are really around the quality and value of the childcare um, and how happy my little one is in the space where she spends her days. That means the world for us, and that means that we can do what we're doing. And actually, getting back to um, to my career and my job would not be possible if that particular thing was not in place. It absolutely would not be possible, because that is a non-negotiable. That is something not to compromise on um, when it comes to what it is that we're up to and how we're managing our family. So I really hope that this has been useful. I know there are lots of, um, and I'm, I hope I'm not generalizing, but I'm going to speak to ladies particularly now. I know there's a lot of anxiety about going back to work, whether it's to a place that you know, or a new place, there is anxiety around um, being away from your little one, there is anxiety around your skill set, potentially, and um, you know, do I still have this? Can I still do this? Am I still interested in doing this? All you can do is put one foot in front of the other and move forward. Because when you're standing still, you're not really in a position to make the changes that you need to make. But if you can move forward, you will actually find that either you are enjoying being back and it's feeding part of your soul again, um, and, and that might be the case, or you're not enjoying it so much, you want to be doing something different and you need to make a change. Either way, these are brilliant, brilliant things to realise. And you've got this. So this is the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast. It is episode five. We have so much more that we're going to be talking about. Um, but in the meanwhile, I hope today has uh, really helped in terms of the sharing of my experiences. And I would love to hear more about um, either what you're concerned about or what your experience was like going back to work. And just remember, you can stay tuned to this podcast. There are going to be regular updates. And on LimitlessCoaching.com, I am also going to be blogging about similar things. The best thing to do, however, is to join the mailing list. You will be the first to hear about 
um, exciting things coming out of Limitless Coaching and this career, sorry, and this Creative Career Solutions for Parents initiative. You will be the first to hear um, if you join the list. And so all you need to do for now is actually go to Limitless Coaching on Facebook and you will see where all the relevant links are. I am your host, Gina Fisrim of LimitlessCoaching.com. This is the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast, and I am grateful to you for hanging out with me today and really look forward to connecting again soon.